You are listening to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Before we get into this episode, I want you to know that Pathway to Peace, which is a group coaching program, is currently available to join. This program is built on three main pillars. First, coaching. It's the real powerhouse. It's what I do. It's what I love. Second, community. And if you've been around for a little bit more than a minute, you know how I feel about community and the power that it has to heal and change your life. And lastly, I have a library of content filled with resources, with modules, with lessons. We go way deeper than I can go in on the podcast. And these are available to you in a way that you can consume them in your busy life. This program would be a good fit for you if you've stabilized past the point of initial diagnosis and find yourself spending a little bit more than you'd like to in overwhelm. And you can't imagine how, given all the things in your life, you can have any sort of peace ever again. Through the program, you will gain the gift of acceptance. You will do the work to recover your spark. You'll leave the program with the tools and the confidence that you have what you need to have joy and peace part of your life once again. So it's time to change it up. I know you've been saying yes to everybody, especially serving with all your heart and everything you have to your child. Now it's time to say yes to you. Find the link in the show notes to get more information and for next steps. Hi, I'm Kara, life coach, wife, and mom to four incredible and unique children. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving, And you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and confidence that once felt so lacking. I created the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves feeling trapped and with no one who really understands. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle your ability to dream. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child. This is a podcast about you. If you are a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. The thing I had before recording this podcast was a full day of coaching and specifically with this community, the Pathway to Peace community, the coaching group that I support. And I just want to say, I got to say it, I love my clients. They are so amazing. Getting to witness these moms engage in the conversations that they do with the depth of vulnerability and the desire that they have, that they are leaning into. I don't know. I feel like I'm the luckiest person ever. 
And what's really funny is one of the members was in front of her picture and uh, on her wall and it happened to have like it was like a cow or something. And so like it looked like she had horns for a hot second. And so another person pointed it out and we all had a real good chuckle. And I just thought it was so cool that like meanwhile, we're having a very deep conversation. We also were laughing pretty hard. So that is just something that's on my mind. And if you're listening, you know who you are and I love you so much. Okay. I'm going to throw in a behind the scenes because one of my favorite retired clients says she loves when I do this. So I'm doing this for you. Here's the behind the scenes that is kind of gross. <laughs> this isn't a funny story. I like to bring like funny parenting stories, but I couldn't think of anything. So I'm going to bring to you the story of my couch and my vacuum. So last night, well, actually, before last night, I was like a little bit sick. Well, a lot sick. I was on my couch more than typically. And I noticed like there was like dog hair on my pants afterwards. I was like, that's gross. And so I had a few moments that evening and I was like, I'm going to vacuum my couch, you know, deal with the dog hair situation. So I got my vacuum out, went to town, got all the cracks and I have a, you know, clear canister. I have a Dyson vacuum and I look in the canister and I'm like, oh, wow. Wait, what's happening? There was a lot, there was like not that much dog hair, but there was a lot of like filth, like dusty dirt. (laughs) And I was like, I don't understand how that's all on our couch because I'm like, well, we don't put dirt on it. I was like, maybe it's because we have like five, (laughs) I was going to say five kids. I don't, I have four kids and a husband. Because clearly it can't, it wouldn't be me that would be bringing that filth into the house and the dog. But I'm like, can we, are we really carrying that much filth? Anyhow, I just want you to know you're not alone. So moving on to today's episode. Today's episode is all about freeing us from the effort of trying to recover the life we have lost. And I say it that way because the life that we had before we had all of the things with our special needs child is a very different life than we have now. And we can put that life to rest and move forward. And this conversation that we're going to have today is about the difference between recovery and rehabilitation. And my hope is that this episode leaves you feeling empowered to move forward in your life. So what does restoration and recovery have to do with motherhood and leadership, which is the theme of the month? If you've been around a while, you'll notice and you've continued listening, I've kind of tried to do a theme, I think started in oh November. So um, this is like my third month. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it or not. So let me know if you like it or don't like it. But anyhow, this month is leadership, leadership and motherhood. So how does this tie in? This conversation is all about knowing where we're going. Here's the thing about leaders. They don't know what's ahead. They make up what's ahead. In other words, they decide what's ahead. They declare what will be, and then they get to work to make it be so. And so for me, having this language to describe my process and even differentiating between recovery, and I'm going to get more detail than what I mean in a second, differentiating between recovery and rehabilitation for me, and I think for you too, really helped me understand more clearly where I'm going. Because actually recovery was all about going backwards. 
It was trying to get back to a place that actually is inaccessible to me. One of the things I've talked about inside of the different Zoom conversations that I've offered with this community and even the, the coaching program is that we can never unknow what we know now. Like we look at ourselves before we were in the shoes that we're in now. And it's like we almost envy that version of us that had the ignorance that she did. This doesn't mean that there's not beautiful things that have come along with this life, but there is this this grief and this loss of the naivety that we once had and the world that we lived in that didn't include what we know now. And before we get into the meat of this episode, I want to loop back to a concept I came up with a couple of months ago called the pathway to peace journey. And I've created language to describe the different stages that I see that we pass through during the various stages of our, I'm going to say rehabilitation. And so I want to go over them to help you orient to where you might self-identify and to have that be useful for you to know how to take your next steps. And so let me break down the stages. So the first stage is this initial diagnosis. I call this stunned survival. And I'm sure you can understand why I've named it that since you have been there and you have felt the stunned survival aspect of this. You're taking it all in, you're learning the language, you are surviving and in many ways. Okay, next stage is stabilized yet self-sacrificing. So the newness has worn off, you're finding your way. And now you're like, okay, I'm getting the rhythm of this. I know how to do this. And you go all in and likely you have a fixation with supporting your child. You're like, okay, I know my battle and I'm there. The difference here is that it's likely at the cost of your own well-being. There's this inability to actually hold space for you and your child simultaneously. It feels like an either or. So you don't yet have the skills that you need to develop to do both at the same time effectively or in a way that feels empowering to you. And so you wear yourself out (laughs) and that kind of lands you in stage three, which I call the rebellion. This is when you're like, okay, I surrender. It's less of a surrender and it's more of a, a longing. It's saying, I see where I'm at now. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. And I really don't want this to be the rest of my life. I'm not sure exactly what I need to do, but I am clear that I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. Something has to change. And so my guess is that you likely looked for or found the podcast right around stage three, that you're kind of in this rebellion stage. You're like, okay, I'm feeling resentful. I don't want what I have now, but I don't yet know where to go next. And moving into stage four requires you to move beyond stage three by taking action, by actually shifting how you've been being. And so I call this step four, calm the chaos, although I am considering renaming it the restoration, but to be determined. It really starts in phase three, but it develops here. In this calm the chaos stage, you develop the coping skills that are essential to literally calm the chaos and to rebuild your life, aka the restoration. This is really where the work of Pathway to Peace, the program, 
kind of all comes together. And so it helps you move in and through this stage. And stage five is shortly PPP, power, peace, and possibility. It sounds very lofty, but I do love what it is. And it's the continuation of step four. It's not just finding your purpose and reclaiming your identity, but it's living your purpose. It's stepping into that. And so I'm sure you kind of get the feeling here that like you're not ever really done with this process. It's ongoing. And I want you to picture it as kind of a circle. Because as I'll explain in a second, we often will go back to early stages when we hit a new stage, a new diagnosis, new life circumstance. And so it's it's very normal and natural to bounce between the stages. And so don't you worry if you're like, I think I'm in all the stages. You might be in some areas of your life. Let's now move into the meat of this conversation. Recovery versus restoration. Kind of using restoration and rehabilitation synonymously. So bear with me on that. This word recovery has been the predominant word that I've been thinking about over the last, I don't know, six months. And if you're new here, actually, I want to go back a little bit to give a quick context to the conversation of how I'm approaching it. Yours will be much different. And obviously, I want you to look in where you are in this process. But here is a little context. So my son was first diagnosed with his first brain tumor around 11 years ago, 11 plus years ago. So we did brain surgery, we did rehabilitation, we did all the things, and we then adjusted to our life with his new disabilities. And we did that, you know, for the last 10, 11 years. And then back now, it's like a year and a handful of months ago, we'll just round up to a year and a half. In 2001, August, we had recurrence. We always knew this was possible, but it still freaking blindsided me. It rocked my world hard. We had surgery, which was awful. (laughs) Won't get into the details here. And we restored from that and moved on to then even yet another diagnosis of two more tumors in February which led to more surgery and then ultimately six weeks of radiation that ended in mid-May. So from mid-May till now is what I would have called this period of recovery. Like I was very clear that life was not as usual, that I was in a different stage than I was before all this happened. But I didn't quite have the language that really came to me a couple days ago and I wanted to share with you. So here's the thing that didn't feel right about recovery. I was grappling with what I mentioned earlier in this episode that I'm like, you know, like, I'm never going to get to be the person that I was before August 2021. She's gone. She's been through so much. And you cannot undo that. And so I think when I use this word recovery... I think at some level, I was trying to get back to where I was. And that, I'm sure you can tell, didn't leave me feel very empowered. And then it clicked. It's just a couple days ago, actually. And I quickly wrote it down. I was like, I'm doing a podcast about this. And then I figured out how to tie it in (laughs) with leadership. (laughs) Okay, but I was using the wrong word. I realized I'm actually in rehab because I'm being restored. And here's the difference. 
Restoration takes what's left over, what's broken, what needs attention, and what through intention and love and effort, and gosh, sometimes some money, (laughs) is transformed. I almost want to say is made new, but that's not quite right either. I've got the stories, the pain, the ongoing work. And so that's not new. I always will have that. And I actually don't want to lose that. So I don't want to be new, fresh, clean slate. I actually really love the idea of restoration. And because I really love looking up definitions and using them to help guide the conversation in my head, I have a couple definitions I want to interject into this conversation. So the first one is recover or recovery. And so the definition of that is to find or regain possession of something lost. And the definition of restore is to repair or renovate so as to return its to original condition. Now, we're not really going to our original condition because like I mentioned, like that doesn't exist. But I think that through the process of rehabilitation, so this is the act of restoring, we can recognize that that is an ongoing process. Like we're never going to restore to our original condition, but we will be restored to, I'll say, our transformed condition. The thing that feels really important about the language of rehabilitation is that it insinuates that it's an ongoing process. In this recovery model, I was trying to find something that wasn't there anymore. And so it it just felt like I was never going to get there. It felt out of reach. And so likely part of your and my rehabilitation is to grieve the loss of who we were before. And it's interesting. I had done a lot of work to grieve the life I had before 2011. And I got really used to where I was. And I was like, solid. I was like, I felt pretty unshakable. I felt at the top of my game. And so to have this new experience, I was almost going to say adventure. I'm like, that does not sound right. Rock me. It's requiring me to really surrender to who I came into that being, which I thought I, I thought I had it figured out and I didn't. So I have to grieve the loss of what I thought was so. I want to leave you with a picture in your mind. And this is the picture that I think of when I think of restoration, the picture that comes to my mind is this like cherry red, pristine classic Ford truck, like an old truck. I can't tell you what year. I'm not into cars. But it's just like, wow, this thing has been poured into the love and attention, the money that has been invested into this truck for its restoration has made it look amazing. It's been transformed. And my guess is it never looked that good when it was originally produced in the factory. That that paint wasn't quite so shiny. And yet, this truck has parts and pieces that has come along the whole way. Even though there's been a lot of change and additions, there's also a lot of that original truck that is there. 
And this picture, I don't know, I'm very visual. So <laughs> those of you that coach with me know, like I'm always throwing out visuals and metaphors and, and, and probably excessively so. <laughs> I want you just to picture this beautiful truck and especially the love that was poured into it. And I picture like an older man pouring in all this love and attention just because he loves to. He loves this truck. And I want you to picture yourself being that person that approaches yourself with that level of investment and love and attention and persistence. Because restoration is not a quick process. You don't bring a truck in to be restored and be like, yeah, I want it next, next day, please. It's more like, uh, I'll see you never because it's never really done. Okay. As we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with one question to ponder. And it's this. When you think of your own restoration, what part or piece of you wants the most attention? What comes to your mind first? I gave a little pause there because I'm like, oh, I want to like, was there any little nudge or inkling that you got? The first thing that came to your mind, lean into that. And the invitation I have for you is to go pour some love in that area. Go be the mom that invests in you to restore you. And of course, I have to mention the support structure that I have that is Pathway to Peace. I mentioned it early, you know, you should have heard it in the introduction to this whole episode, but in case you skipped over it, (laughs) here it is again. I know I do the same thing. It's not a problem. This is a group coaching program that is specifically designed to bring you through this process, to bring you on from step three into step four. So when you kind of reach the rebellion is when you know you are ready for Pathway to Peace. So DM me on the gram or use the contact on these show notes. I genuinely look forward to connecting with you. I can't even tell you how much it thrills me when some of y'all drop me a quick note or leave a review or I get some form of feedback that this show is meaningful and impactful to you. So thank you for those of you who take the time to do that. And I will nudge you to do that a little bit more. And if you want to DM me on the gram, I'd love to know what picture comes to your mind when you think of the word restoration. For me, it's this random red truck that's really shiny. What's the picture that comes to your mind? All right, that is a wrap. We'll see you on the next episode. One more thing before we officially, officially wrap up this show. Sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I have the experience of wanting more. I'm listening at the very end thinking, I sure wish that episode didn't end. I invite you, if you feel in any way the same way, I invite you to the Special Needs Mom podcast community, which is a free group that I host on Facebook, where we as a community of fellow moms who listen to this podcast and are experiencing life in similar shoes, get to talk to one another, get to share stories, get to actually interact. I hope you'll consider joining. See you over there.